Well, I mean, I was testing stunts when I was little. I just didn't know that that's what it was called. <laughs> a lot of fight sequences that had full contact are now very changed. It's a very fascinating hurdle to think of new ways to be a superhero that <laughs> include all the things that we have to include for safety now as well. A socially distanced superhero. <laughs> yeah, at times, yeah, at times. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. If you're into the Marvel Universe, you almost certainly watched and loved WandaVision. The miniseries kicked off on Disney Plus in January, and it won raves for Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Wanda Maximoff. So what's a single gal like you doing rattling around this big house? Well, I assure you, I'm married to a man, a human one. Wanda. What's it mean? We are an unusual couple. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. We just don't know what to expect. Howdy, neighbors. Hey, bud. Wanda, what's up? Who are you? I don't know. Now, that promotional clip you just heard shows Wanda Maximoff flying through the air. But Elizabeth Olsen was only able to quote-unquote fly thanks to the help of her stunt double, Cece Ice. Cece is a Missouri native who began doubling for Olsen when she first played Wanda in Avengers Infinity War. That was back in 2017. That led to Avengers Endgame, which led to WandaVision. And all of that has kept Cece Ice very busy. She made time to join us the other day from the UK, where she's hard at work on another film production. Cece Ice, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So WandaVision was your third time stunting for Elizabeth Olsen as she plays Wanda Maximoff. What, what's it been like really getting to know this character over the past four years? I'm incredibly grateful. It's, a, it's an amazing character that Lizzie has brought to life on so many levels. It's, a, it's an honor to watch her work on set and, and bring this character to life. And it's, it's a true honor to also be a little bit of that um, for the stunt side of things. Um, and I'm, I'm over the moon at the fact that everyone seems to really love WandaVision because we worked really hard on that, all of us together. Um, so we're really excited that it's well received. <laughs> I bet. And yeah, it has really been a hit. But man, I know that wasn't a guarantee. When you were in development a year ago, COVID-19 actually shut down production for months. Were you worried that this might end up getting derailed and, and never actually get finished? Yeah, for there was a, it was, what a strange time we live in. Uh, yeah, we were actually in the middle of filming WandaVision and we were uh, wrapping up in Atlanta, Georgia and had a small break to then fly to LA and finish the ending sequence. Um, and during that time, the entire system shut down. Hmm. Um, so we never did come back until late August, early September. And there was no guarantee that that was going to happen. It was just, we hope to come back to this. Um, and it was so unknown. As we know, it was so unknown. So uh, we were very pleased to come back and finish it. Sounds it sounds like you were so close. I mean, that, that would have been a heartbreaking thing if not being able to finish that final sequence would have derailed the whole project. 
Yes, it, I, you know, it would have been. So there were a lot of shots from the earlier episodes that we still needed to get outside at certain locations in L.A. Mm. But the, the entire end sequence was done in L.A., um, except for a small portion in the library. But, um, yeah, it would have it would have been anticlimactic for everyone had we not gotten that end sequence. <laughs> and, and so this work that you were able to do in August and September, at that point, you know, there was not yet a vaccine. Uh, there were quite a lot of coronavirus cases across the U.S. Did you have to um, have safety protocols on top of all the normal safety protocols that go into the stunting business? Oh yes, 100%. And I'm this is I love working for Disney. I love working for Marvel because they absolutely take safety top, you know, top priority. And so we were one of the I don't want to misspeak, but I believe we were one of the first productions coming back along with some others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were sort of the guinea pigs in a sense of like we didn't go back to work until they felt that there was a good system in place for safety for everyone due to, you know, towards COVID, co- mm-hmm. the COVID situation. So we all had to test prior to travel. We all had to self-isolate after travel. We all tested again um, before coming to work once we were in LA. And then every um, every other day we were testing. Um, mm-hmm. We were doing COVID testing. And then while we're on set, everybody's wearing masks, everyone's social distancing, and everyone's wearing face shields if you're in zone A um, near the actors. Um, and so there's you know, almost triple protection to make sure everyone is safe while they're on set. Hmm. Um, So we're very thankful for that because it allowed us to move forward and do our job, but do it in a safe way and not compromise anyone's health. Thinking about those those COVID tests every other day and just the regularity (laughs) of being checked, was there some serious pressure to make sure you were behaving when you weren't on set so that you wouldn't be the one who'd who'd come back and and shut things down by testing positive? (laughs) Absolutely. There. Well, you always want to be safe for your fellow man. You always want to be safe for your fellow co-workers. And, and particularly for me, I, you know, I always think about representing the stunt department as well. I, I'm, rep, I'm a representative of my boss, my stunt coordinator. I'm a representative of the entire stunt team. And also I'm working directly with you know, Lizzie, so her safety is my top priority as well, not just with stunts or, mm-hmm. you know, things that we do together on set, but also COVID-related, health-related, you know, anything like that. So for me especially, I was very conscious of what I was doing outside of work as well so that I wasn't going to bring anything to work that would endanger any of these people that I care about and my coworkers, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be the stunt devil who gives it to Elizabeth Olsen. Like, that would be so bad Absolutely to have on your not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. So, so, so yeah. did any of the stunts have to change once you were back just because they thought, oh, this particular stunt could be too germ-filled? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I'm not... <laughs> I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to share about what the sequence was prior to what it ended up being. Mm. Um, but there are certain things in general, I'll just say in general on on film sets now, and I'll just lump it all together so that's not specific to that. But sure. a lot of fight sequences that had full contact are now very changed. Hmm. And they have distance involved and they have other stunts involved. Not on every set, obviously. You can't do that with every character. But um, a lot of sequences in the superhero universe might have changed on a lot of other sets. I know ours had some changes that had to be made to keep everyone safe, but I think it was in a really amazing direction that they already had an idea to use a lot of what we already used, but that there was even more expounding on it, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, so this could change yeah. the way that Hollywood conceives of fights going forward. 
I think it already has in some senses. Like I said, also, um, obviously certain fights can never change and they'll always have to be this way. But I've seen on some of the jobs that I've been on uh, since this is a, a situation, it has changed it. It has changed how we approach it. And I'm not sure if that's, you know, forever moving forward or mm -hmm. just until the vaccine has come out, you know, completely uh, and the cases diminish. But it is a new hurdle. It's a very fascinating hurdle to think of new ways to be a superhero that <laughs> include all the things that we have to include for safety now as well. A socially distanced superhero. <laughs> yeah, at times. Yeah, at times. But uh, at other times, obviously, we have to have full contact with things. But again, that is very, even when we're doing that, everybody's wearing masks until the moment. Hmm. Everybody's hand sanitizing until the moment. And we do the scene, we walk away, we put the masks back on. You know, so it's very limited moments when you are... You know, just like in an acting scene, mm -hmm. limited moments as to when everybody has, you know, the, the two actors or the three or whoever's in the scene have no mask on. And then immediately after the, the mask goes back on, hmm. you know, so. Man, it's just it's changed everything. Film sets, it sounds like no different. Yeah. Everybody's learning to be more creative. And also, as you say, yes. just learning to be careful. Absolutely. And being conscious towards your fellow workers as well, because I know, you know, we're all individuals and it's it's amazing to have our individuality, but also it's beautiful to think of everyone else. You don't want to cause someone else to get COVID. You, you don't want to bring it to them. Maybe it might not hurt me, but it might affect them. Or if I bring it and then a whole team has to isolate and then they don't have the chance to finish the project, mm -hmm. that might affect their career, their job, you know? Mm -hmm. So there are repercussions that you have to think about that is further than just yourself when you know in this environment and um, it can be a beautiful thing it's a, it's we're working together to solve this puzzle and be safe together which i think is amazing mm -hmm. so your job has long involved puzzles um part of the puzzle yeah. is you know figuring out how to make these stunts look right on camera and you're not just doing them but you're doing them as elizabeth olsen doing wanda maximoff do you have to learn how to walk like her and walk like her in character even on top of being yeah. able to do these physical feats yes yes i am I respect what she's done with this character so much, and I respect her as a person, as a performer, as an actress, uh, everything, as everything. <laughs> she's incredible, as we see, as everyone sees now in WandaVision. Uh, and so I take very seriously uh, the respect to give towards her and her character, so therefore when I come to be a part of it, I it's not me, it's not my character that I'm making, you know, it's her character, so I try to learn how to walk like her, how to, how to perform like her with you know, with my own special twist on it for the action bits, mm -hmm. but only just to take it to the next level with the action, you know? I'm never trying to just inject my own thoughts or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, feelings about it because it's her character, it's her beautiful character that she's made so many layers to. Um, so yes, I do have to learn to walk like her fight and move like her as well as as Wanda. <laughs> so Yeah, are there, are there any particular challenges in becoming Wanda? Oh, uh, yeah, I, so, so many different challenges. I mean, yeah, um, yeah I mean, she, fl she flies. But she, <laughs> I mean, that's a challenge. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so in the creative sense, a lot of times we might be in a situation and then we go, well, why isn't she flying away in this? Like, why? there are so many things you have to answer as to why she uses her powers, why she doesn't use her powers, why it's a choice, why it's not a choice, you know, why there are certain times when 
we've seen her do things and now she's doing something different. And so it's really difficult sometimes because so many movies have included this character now to remember what has been established in the previous movies or now TV show and bring it to this other, the other anytime there, she will be in something or I'll be in something or this, these characters, all of the Marvel characters are in something. You have to remember what they've come from, where they've come from hmm. and where, to include it. So it becomes very difficult <laughs> to, uh, to make sure you're making, uh, you know, you're including all of that and then making a new piece with it. <laughs> yes, you have to be true to this entire biography. Yes, yes. Um, and include everything that it's come from and also be creative and create something new that maybe the audiences haven't seen before. <laughs> yeah, also a, that this it's is not, quite a mandate yeah. here. I mean, you have to do <laughs> yeah. a lot right there. Yeah. yeah, and then you also don't, you also want to, you know, surprise them, but also not make it so new that it's a different character. You have to, every Marvel character is their own type of character, so you can't be so new and different that it's not them anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're talking today to Cece Ice. She is the stunt double for Wanda Maximoff, who's played by Elizabeth Olsen um, in WandaVision. That's the hit on Disney Plus that premiered this January. Now, Cece, you were born and raised in Barnhart, Missouri. How did that childhood prepare you for this really challenging and and fascinating job you're doing these days? I'll I'll tell you that it was um, growing up with an amazing, incredible family. Um, I might have mentioned this before, but I have... (laughs) <laughs> 12 brothers and sisters. Wow. And they're all amazing and incredible. And my mother uh, and my father, and all my, all my <laughs> siblings and my parents, I credit them to having the strength and the courage to be an individual and to go out and explore hmm. because they always gave me that courage and that in- encouragement, if you will. Um, and then my brothers and sisters, well, I mean, I was testing stunts when I was little. I just didn't know that that's what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to ask, well, you're one of 13. Which are you in the birth order? I'm my mother's baby. And then my father had two more, my younger brother and sister. And uh, so I'm my mother's baby. And I grew up with my mom. And so I was always, you know, my brothers would come up with a great idea. And they'd be like, all right, let's test it on Cece. And if she survives, we'll try it, you know. <laughs> so... I was doing a lot of adventuring with my brothers and sisters all throughout my life. So <laughs> so that sounds like perfect preparation. I understand after that then, um, after high school, you were working as a magician's assistant in both St. <laughs> Louis and, and Branson. What exactly did that entail? Yes, yes that was actually a quite incredible live show you know, experience there. Um, a dancer and a magician's assistant. I started out as a dancer and then I got moved into being a magician's assistant throughout those years working for those companies. And it was an incredible experience of live stunts, live shows, live dancing, um, and live performing, which then taught me courage, first of all, to go Mm. out in front of a live live audience, Um, but also the performance of like different types of falls and working with swords and different, you know, so stunt related just in a different way, Mm -hmm. which then made me fall in love with the physical nature of acting and physical nature of acting out, you know, action or you know, just wowing audiences with magic. And and magic can be in many forms, not just in a magic show. It can literally be, you know, the special effects rigs that go off and make this look like an amazing explosion for the screen. There's so much magic everywhere we look in the industry. And that's it. That was where it started. And this is where it led me. (laughs) So I can see how this would have captivated you. But it still feels like such a leap to go from Branson to Hollywood. How did you make that jump? That was a long, crazy journey. So I, as a young person, I saw movies like Terminator 2 with Linda Hamilton Mm. looking so amazing and strong. And then, you know, Sigourney Weaver in Aliens, 
you know, kicking butt and saving the Marines. <laughs> and as a young person, and then my mother was a single parent for a while, working and working hard and, and providing for us, and she never gave up, and she always had this positive outlook. So I just saw, you know, if you work hard, you can, you can make it wherever you want to go. And so I saw these little pieces coming into place, and at first I thought, you know, oh, these action movies, I, I, it must be actors who are doing that, and they do, some of them do, it's true. But I thought, oh, I need to go into acting, which I love. So I actually started with a BFA in musical theater to do all three, music, mm. dance, and theater, just to do all of it. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> and why not? And then that love of theater and live show took me to wanting to test out uh, films and TVs and commercials. And, and change and feel how that acting changes for the screen and how it how subtlety comes in and how the changes happen. But then I always wanted that action. I always wanted the physical nature that I saw in these action movies growing up. And I realized and I found out, because in the Midwest they don't really talk about it, <laughs> I found out that's stunt performing. Those are stunts. And there's a whole group of people that do that for a living. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is where I want to be. <laughs> so I just started training. I started finding anyone who I could to ask questions. How do I do this? How do I, how do I make this transition? I started training martial arts. I started training weapons work. I started training with people at gymnastics places just to learn how to fall and, and do various tumbling and all the things that I thought I, I would need to, to make this transition into a physical acting world that is stunts to make, you know, action a reality. Hmm. And that's sort of how it happened. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, it sounds like part of the journey for you was even figuring out what the name of this thing was because you, you yeah. loved all these things all along. It just took realizing this is a job in order yes, to figure yeah. out the path to get it. Absolutely. I did not know when I was younger that there was a job that incorporated everything that I love to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you here know, it wire is. work. <laughs> yeah. How, how were you able to get that first big break then once you figured out, okay, I want to be a stunt double. I want to do this oh, in Hollywood. Oh my gosh. Oh my, okay. So I was working in an th amazing theater company in Rhode Island, the Beachwood Theater Company with my wonderful friends, Patrick and everybody. And um, I was saving my money. <laughs> I was saving my money to go out to LA. And so I, in 2006, I packed my little Subaru and drove from Newport, Rhode Island across the country, mm. stopping at my parents' house in Missouri to, you know, to visit, go all the way out to LA with everything in my car. And I got there 2007, just in time for the writer's strike. Oh, <laughs> And so like everything was shut down. So I did any job that I could. I was a, a PA on a reality show. I was wrangling cables for camera department. I was helping art department, incredible individuals who are so creative. I met amazing people along the way and they all taught me different things, even though it wasn't in the career that I wanted. They all taught me perseverance and kindness and you know strength and, and support. And I met people in the industry through those jobs that, that knew stunt performers and knew stunt coordinators. And so even hmm. though I was not working as a stunt performer, I was meeting people on set in these shows and I, I was training and all that. Now a personal relationship took me back to the East Coast. That's another story for another time. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> but I had, I had put my career on pause to try and follow that through. So I ended up back on the East Coast and whenever I, when that didn't work out, I said, it's now or never. I'm going to be a stunt performer. I'm going to do it. So I packed up my car again and drove to Atlanta, Georgia and just started doing every job I could find. And then I finally got a stunt job. Wow. That got me in the, yeah, Your so, big break came in Atlanta. I know a big part yeah. of the movie industry has been there. And so that's what yeah. it took. 
Yeah, my I got my SAG card from a little tiny movie up in Newport, or, or sorry, in New England, excuse me, in, in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. So I got my SAG card, but my first stunt job was actually in Atlanta, Georgia. My first professional stunt job, I should say. Mm-hmm. I had done small stunts here and there, but like my first real deal, have my SAG card, hey kid, you're hired to do this stunt, uh, was in Atlanta, Georgia. So. It was an incredible long journey of many years to get there, but uh, I never gave up. And also, I never forgot where I came from because everything that I learned from growing up in Missouri, growing up in Barnhart, and all the people that were there, and all my family members that are incredible, genuine, loving people, and all my teachers from Herculaneum High School, and all my professors from Millican University, they imbued in me this, this essence of hard work, Hmm. strength, and just never giving up on your dreams. Hmm. And so that's where that's where it led. <laughs> Do you think there's an advantage, even though it's harder to get to the movie industry from the Midwest, maybe, than somebody who's born in L.A. or, or something like that, but, but once you get there, that you have an advantage because, you know, you're a girl from Barnhart, and that sort of gives you <laughs> that grit and, and, you know, gives you some tools that maybe you wouldn't have if, if you grew up in a more, quote-unquote, glamorous place. Yeah, I don't know. I I w- I'm thankful for who I am and I I've never really thought about it. Uh, you know, I know I meet so many people from all over that are amazing. I meet people from LA who are incredible. I meet people in Boston, Massachusetts who are incredible. My fiance is from Boston actually, and he's a stunt performer as well. We we uh, met doing stunts together. So, um so I don't know if it's where I grew up, but I know that for me it has absolutely helped me uh, you know, on my journey. That that childhood, yeah. So this journey, there's now this recurring character where um, you're you're linked to this character now. For a stunt double, is that kind of <laughs> like hitting the jackpot? That you're here in the Marvel universe with this character that people can't get enough of. Yeah, I'm absolutely thankful to to be here. And sometimes I'm like, how did I end up here? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm absolutely thankful to those who believed in me, who gave me a shot. Monique Ganderton, Sam Hargrave, uh, the coordinators who put me in that spot on Infinity War, who said, you know what, I see what you can do and I trust that you can do this. And uh, and I became part of the core team and I didn't want to let them down. I didn't want to let me down. I didn't want to let Lizzie down um, when I was given that opportunity to be a part of the Marvel Universe. And yeah, it's, it's very surreal and it's exciting. And I'm thankful for the blessing every day uh, that I'm here. <laughs> well, CC Ice, we're all very proud of you back here in Missouri. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us today and, and sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor to, to speak with you and to be here. Thank you. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.